hello, hello. This is Marella Kale, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Marella. Welcome. So today is International Podcast Day. <laughs> so I thought uh, I would do a, a little podcast today in honor of that day. It's September 30th, 2021. And um, so I want to say a couple words about the history of it and then I have a little uh, topic that I found in real estate news which is kind of cool and I want to share with you today and also the exciting news is that the platform on which I record my podcast is anchor.fm And if you listen to my podcast, you can hear me talk about it all the time. (laughs) There is an ad that plays over and over um, talking about how easy it is to do, which is true. They make it quite easy and uh, smooth. And they announced today a couple of exciting features, which right now are only going to be available on Spotify. So if you're listening to my podcast on Spotify, thank you very much. And thank you for listening on any platform, by the way, whatever your favorite one is. Um, However, this will be available now on Spotify for now. And there are two new features, which is um, Q&A. So basically questions and polls. So I have created one um, for the later topic, and I will talk about it in just a moment. So, welcome. Tune in and enjoy. This is Fire Chat with Morella podcast. Life and real estate tips and hacks because it's about life until it's about real estate. Grab a tea coffee or hot chocolate and let's chat how's the market hot real estate news pro tips interviews insights and fun facts for balance and empowerment including mindfulness meditation and food for thought sundays welcome and do subscribe to fire chat with marilla podcast so you don't miss any future episodes thank you and thanks for listening So, International Podcast Day, September 30th, hashtag International Podcast Day. This is from their website. And it says here, purpose, International Podcast Day, it's actually trademarked, is September 30th and is an international celebration of the power of podcasts. The celebration is a great opportunity to connect with fellow podcasters, podcast listeners, podcast enthusiasts, and leaders in the podcasting industry. So, the history is, such as podcasts and podcasting has evolved over the years, International Podcast Day has done the same In 2014, National Podcast Day was celebrated after quickly realizing the power of podcasts internationally. uh, We rebranded, they say, into what we are today. International Podcast Day is September 30th. 
And uh, between 2015 and 2020, we used to, they used to live stream over 200 hours from nearly 100 nations, featuring 350 podcasters to share their podcast journeys, personal stories, and expertise. Now, they ended that in 2021, which is kind of a bummer. <laughs> but the team ended the live broadcasting. So they still ask, you know, let's keep the celebration going year after year and continue to make our day amazing and spectacular. So podcasts are big. A lot of people are doing podcasts. <laughs> In fact, um, it's a growing, growing uh, medium, right? To reach an audience and... Uh, it's becoming more and more popular, and so um, it is definitely powerful. I know that I listen to podcasts as well as um, in addition to producing my own podcast. So with that said, today's podcast is on the hottest zip codes in the United States, according to an article that I found um, online. This is from Financial Advisor magazine. However, they sourced their information from none other but Realtor.com. Who does a lot of, they do a lot of surveys, right? So my, uh, Paul, by the way, is going to be the one on Spotify. Uh, the question is, if you were going to relocate, what would be the most important to you? And there are three questions or three choices. So number one is the median price of housing. Number two is climate. And number three is the density of the population. So what would be your number one choice out of these three, what would be the most important? Of course, all three are important, but you know, which one would be the most important to you, I guess, is the question. Now, if you still wanna send me an answer to this, I would welcome that definitely, because if you're not on Spotify, you're not gonna see that. So you can email me at relocationgal at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Okay, so here they're saying, um, you know, uh, they're, they're asking, well, do you ever fantasize about actually living in American television's most exclusive zip code, 90210 Beverly Hills? It may be cool, but plenty of other zip codes are hot. So we're going to go over some zip codes today and some information on them and see which ones, according to this study, are the top 10 in the nation. So in this study, they found that homeowners, home buyers are anxious to move from urban centers to more affordable and less densely populated suburbs. So they rated, they ranked these real estate hotspots using two key criteria, they say. Number one, 
market demand as measured by unique viewers per property on Realtor.com. And number two, the selling pace of the market as measured by the number of days a listing remains active on Realtor.com. That's what they say here. So now Realtor.com's market hotness rankings, they continue, are based on listing data posted on its website from January to June. And they continue, the list of top zip codes is limited to one zip code per metropolitan area. So here we go. Are you ready? In ascending order. These are the study's top 10 hottest zip codes in the United States. Now, by the way, if you're thinking of relocating, drop me a note. I am part of the largest network globally and nationally of real estate professionals. And I can connect you to someone who can help. And if you need to sell first, I can do that too. So here we go. Number 10. Number 10. 37067. Can you recognize it? It's Franklin, Tennessee. It's located just south of Nashville. This former Civil War battle sites downtown, they say, is now lined with galleries, antique shops, and restored Victorian buildings. In Franklin, the median home listing price is $847,000, and the median number of days on market is five. The number of online property views in 2021 is 337% greater than it was in 2020, according to this. Next. Number nine. Moving to the Midwest. 48336 is in Farmington, Michigan. And they say here, this metro Detroit suburb is known for its historic downtown, elegant Victorian-style homes, and top-rated public school system, earning it an A-plus from out-of-town families wanting to put down roots here. In Farmington, they continue, the median home listing price is 244000 the median number of days on market is eight, and the number of online property views in 2021 is 122% greater than in 2020. Up next is Concord, New Hampshire, 03301. And they tell us here that Concord offers aspiring home buyers a tranquil suburban environment, walkable downtown, plenty of job opportunities, and low cost of living. In Concord, now this is not to be confused with Concord here in California. We also have Concord. This is in New Hampshire. Uh, 
The median home listing price is 343000 The median number of days on market is nine. And they continue to tell us that uh, the number of online property views in 2021 is 162% greater than in 2020. Up next, we are on the East Coast. 01757 is Milford, Massachusetts. And they tell us that there are lots of coffee shops, restaurants, and parks in historic Milford, where the public school system is above average. Hello, it's Massachusetts. And many families and professionals now call this Boston suburb home. By the way, I have a great realtor friend in the Boston area. In Milford, the median home listing price is 455000 The median number of days on market is six. And the number of online property views in 2021 is 264% greater than in 2020. They tell us. Continuing, we are in Ohio now, 43228, Lincoln Village, Ohio. Founded in 1955, they tell us, as a planned community, Lincoln Village was developed to have everything its residents could ever want. Affordable single-family homes, a shopping center, quality schools, and recreational spaces. In Lincoln Village, the median home listing price is 235000 The median number of days on market is five. And the number of online property views in 2021 is 80% greater than in 2020, they tell us. Number five, halfway, it's 27616. This one is in Brentwood, North Carolina. Now, this is not to confuse Brentwood in uh, Southern California, for example, right? The This Riley Raleigh neighborhood is a magnet for out-of-town homebuyers on the hunt for affordable, mid-sized, single-family homes with easy commute of the capital city's many employers. And they continue to say in Brentwood, the median home listing price is 319000 The median number of days on market is five, and the number of online property views in 2021 is 284% greater than in 2020. By the way, if you wanted to move to North Carolina or New Hampshire or Massachusetts, or in fact, anywhere in the world, let me know. I am part of the largest global network of real estate professionals, and I will let you know how to go about it. We can figure it out together. All right, next. Number four is in New Hampshire again. 03103, Manchester, New Hampshire. A bustling urban center is in sedate New England. Manchester is a as affordable a place to live as it is entertaining to visit because New Hampshire does not have a personal income tax or a state sales tax. 
In Manchester, the median home listing price is 315000 the median number of days on market is 5, and the number of online property views in 2021 is 81% greater than in 2020. And do you know what? I remember speaking with my friend from over there, who's also a realtor, and he was telling me how it was becoming really popular, and this was when the pandemic was just starting. So this trend apparently has con had continued. Um, okay, next we have number three. We're back in Massachusetts. 01960 is Peabody, Massachusetts. From upscale shopping malls to private country clubs hosting professional golf tournaments, Peabody has it all, making this Boston suburb a great place to live and raise a family. In Peabody, the median home listing price is 625000 The median number of days on market is three, and the number of online property views in 2021 is 85% greater than in 2020. So the median days, of, uh, days on market is three. That's crazy, right? Well, we've seen a very low days on market here in the Bay Area, but three hours was more like, you know, down to probably seven that I've seen it in certain areas. But in Santa Clara County, I think it was um, 14, like in August of this year. So pretty insane. Okay, here we go. Next. Number two is in New York. One four six one seven. West Arundacoit, New York. It is one four six one seven. And they tell us here house hunters love the hardwood floors, leaded glass, wood trim, and affordable prices of home for sale homes for sale in the substate neighborhood of Rochester, New York. And the median home listing price is 175000 The median number of days on market is six, and the number of online property views in 2021 is 112% greater than in 2020. Okay, and here we come to number one. Number one is 80916. That is in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And they tell us here, relaxed and unpretentious, Colorado Springs is a magnet for outdoor enthusiasts and button-down remote workers. In Colorado Springs, the median home listing price is 318000 The median days on market is four. And the number of online property views in 2021 is 36% greater than in 2020. So there you have it, the top 10 hottest zip codes in real estate as uh, studied by Realtor.com. I will include a link to this article and you can find a link to the original, which is interesting, right? And um, this article, by the way, is written by Joyce Blay and it is dated September 30th, 2021, which is today. So, um, yeah, this makes me a little sad that no, none of the zip codes is actually in California, right? But we're not surprised because 
the housing cost here is higher than anywhere else pretty much right so th there you have it so the suburbs are the places where people are gravitating towards they want more space they want more um more uh, for their buck you know uh it looks like so if you're thinking of relocating let me know and we can connect you to whatever you need and see how you can plan this out already then stay informed you well and be kind and i'll talk to you soon ciao so a little bit of um history of podcasting this is on wikipedia podcasts previously known as audio blogs um have its root uh, their roots dating back to the 1980s with the advent of broadband internet access and portable digital audio playback devices such as the ipod podcasting began to catch hold in the late 2004 and today there are more than 115,000 english language podcasts available on the internet and dozens of websites available for distribution at little or no cost to the producer or listener which is wonderful right now um the precursors they they list here the uh that before the advent of the World Wide web in the 1980s rcs radio computing services provided music and talk related software to radio stations in a digital format before online music digital distribution the um, midi format as well as the mbone multicast network was used to distribute audio and video files the mbone was a multicast network over the internet they say used primarily by educational and research institutes but there were audio talk programs they continue to say that many other jukeboxes and websites in the mid-1990s provided a system for sorting and selecting music or audio files talk seg segue announcements of different digital formats there were a few websites that provided audio subscription services in 1993 the early days of internet radio Karl malamod launched internet talk radio which was the first computer radio talk show each week interviewing a computer expert it was distributed they say as audio files that computers users fetch one by one a 1993 episode of the computer chronicles described the concept as asynchronous radio malamad said listeners could pause and restart the audio files at will as well as skip content they did not like they continue to say some websites allowed download download downloadable audio shows such as the comedy show the dan and scott show available in, on aol.com remember aol from 1996 additionally in 1998 radio USAC, right radio station from the university of san santiago chile explored the option to broadcast online and on-demand streaming talk shows they continue to say that, however, the development of downloaded music did not reach a critical mass until the launch of Napster. Remember Napster? 
another system of aggregating music, but without the subscription services provided by podcasting or video blogging aggregation client or system software. Independent of the development of podcasting via RSS, a portable player and music download system had been developed at Compaq Research as early as 1999 to, or 2000. Called Pocket DJ, it would have been launched as a service for the personal jukebox or a successor, the first hard disk-based MP3 player. All right, they continue to tell us here. In 2001, a Plan Technologies of San Francisco, California introduced Replay Radio, later renamed into Replay AV, a TiVo-like recorder for internet radio shows. Besides scheduling and recording audio, one of the features was a direct download link, which would scan a radio publish publisher's site for new files and copy them directly to a PC's hard disk. The first radio show to publish in this format was Web Talk Guys World War Radio Show, produced by Robin Dana Greenlee. Okay, so we're going to go down to the timeline real quick here. And uh, that's kind of cool. Let's see. And they say, in September 2000, the first system that enabled the selection, automatic downloading and storage of serial episodic audio content on PCs and portable devices was launched. From early MP3 player manufacturer i2go to supply content for its portable MP3 players, i2go introduced a digital audio news and entertainment service called myaudio2go.com that enabled users to download episodic news, sports, entertainment, weather, and music in audio format for listening on a PC, the Ego portable audio player, or other MP3 players. The iGo Media Manager and the eGo file transfer application could be programmed to automatically download the latest episodic content available from user selected content types to, to a PC or portable device as desired. The service lasted over a year but succumbed when the i2go company ran out of capital during the dot com crash and folded. So they continue to tell us here the details of what happened. This is interesting. I'm going to leave a link in here so you can learn more about it. And, um, you know, nowadays it grew, right, exponentially. And we know this audio broadcasting um, via Internet as podcasting, which has become really, really popular. And so enjoy today's broadcast. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mirella Keo, your location gal, and the host of Fire Chat with Mirella podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad you stopped by. It's all about you guys. I'm here for you. I'm Mirella, and I am here to help you navigate whatever your next move may be. Life throws us curveballs, and sometimes plans even do work out quite perfectly. Whatever your goals are in real estate, your story 
is the most important? What is the next chapter of your life story? Where do you see yourself? How soon do you want to get there? What do you need to write it and make it a reality? Let's go over your options, needs and wants and come up with the best plan together. More about me? I'm obsessed with mirrors, Paris, everything Italian, teapots and sleighs. When I'm not busy mapping out and executing the best real estate solutions for my clients, doing open houses and searching for dream homes, I enjoy podcasting, making YouTube videos, cooking for my husband and me, it's easy as we are now empty nesters, learning something new, watching movies or comedy shows, checking in with friends and family, mindfulness, meditation, and of course, writing. I am the author of Waiting for Good. Tune in and enjoy.